I think a lot of people starting out in comedy maybe impersonate somebody they quote some funny TV show they saw the night before and they probably hone in on what they liked about it develop their own style but a lot of people don't a lot of people just keep quoting little funny phrases they've heard maybe read online and they echo out and they snowball and they never really go away it's a phenomenon that's only getting worse and it can be nails on a chalkboard to anyone who likes creative or original jokes in that regard Anders Holm is doing God's work along with Blake Anderson Adam Devine and Kyle Newichek Durs created the TV show Workaholics Fortunately, they hired my ass to write for the last couple of seasons of the show. Right when you walk into the writer's room, you saw a whiteboard full of overused jokes and phrases. Stuff like, it's giving me all the feels. We have fun. Hard pass. I can't unsee that. Shut the front door. There were multiple boards of these expressions that were verboten and should be retired. Personally, I think instead of something like, say, the Ten Commandments, they should install lists like these in every schoolroom in America. Otters is a deep love for comedy, movies, and of course, swimming. Plus, he never takes a dull stance on anything, so it's going to be great to have him on the show. And if I'm going to get there in one piece, I better get my eyes on the road. We'll be right back with Durbs. Um, that went well. I hate that shit like this can still get to me. It's a little bit. What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, like, like I'm, I'm inspired. Like I'm like ready to go fucking swimming now. (laughs) Okay. And I hate that. Like it pulls my heart. Like I know it's coming. It's, it's, it's manipulating me Uh and yet it still happens. I know it's happening. Yeah. I mean, when you see like, it's not like, okay, this movie's not good, but it's kind of a good story. There's a good story Mm. in there. And you know, when you have something like that, you're like, Ooh, what if, what if, what if I got back in the water? What if, what if I strapped on the goggles? Right motivation and all you need is just a new goggles, goggles in this are big as hell to cover up the <laughs> actors because you need yes. you need to make sure underwater shout out it just looks yeah. so they got the big goggles right i know and shout out to like the one like swimmer that they were able to find who like actually could swim and then everybody else i'm like is this a stunt double or were they just like yeah no go for it because yeah. the, the strokes are they're so bad I, i'm 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 here with an actual swimmer he, of course, zeroed in on this movie, Swim Moves. Or, excuse me, Wet Moves. Wet Moves, Wet Moves. Wet Moves. It's from By 19- the way, <laughs> best title ever. Wet Moves, 1986. Yeah. It is a... It, it's fun. I, I haven't done a, a kind of high school sports movie right. uh, for the show yet. Right. And this is a little bit, like, color by numbers... Yeah, I mean, it, it's. I assume they were like, it's all the right moves, but uh, swimming instead of wrestling. Yeah, and uh, you know, they 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 did their best. You know, they've got well, they had the bobbies, which is like the bobbies. Huge. We need to let's just talk about the bobbies. You don't even need to have a good script uh, if you have the bobbies. So people know about the Corys, right? Corey Feldman and Corey Haim, and they. St- Starred in a, a series of films together. Right. Starred in like legit movies, yeah, big be- movies. Became friends. Yeah. Then became almost like an ironic thing later in their lives. Which but, sucks. Because yeah. like, you know, they gave us the best years of their lives. Yeah. And they got all fucked up. And yeah. like Corey Haim was molested. Yeah. And like all sorts of dark shit. Yeah. And uh, and they were good actors. Unbelievable. Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman is fucking incredible. Unbelievable. Haim, too. Haim Lucas. Too. Lucas is great. Lucas, Lucas is, is fucking, great. Lucas will fucking make me tear up a little bit. He's good in Lucas. He's good in um, Lost Boys, obviously. Yeah. Um, the License to Drive. License to Drive yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah. Heather Graham, shout out. So um, we don't have the Corys. No, no, no. Wet the Moves Corys has <laughs> the Bobby. <laughs> which is like, I'm like, 
Were they even actors? Was this a marketing thing? They were in a bunch of shit together. So so this stars uh, Bobby Stern. He plays Jace, and Jace is the new kid in town. And they don't name the town, but it seems like Pacific Northwest. Yeah, yeah. And he's new. A swimming hotbed. So, like, in my <laughs> school, football and basketball were the big sports. Right, right, right. In this in, movie, in every school. Yes. Yeah. Right. In this movie, swimming is the top echelon of athletics. Which, by the way, wet dream for me. I mean, that would wouldn't that have been nice to get any kind of respect? But. So I'm glad so you are you have a swimming background. Right. I swam in high school, swim in college. Swim so. now. I swim now. Yeah, yeah, hop in. Not not competitively, but like you still got the, the I skill still set. get it in, you know, still put in some yardage. So I was stoked that we're doing this because I've seen every swim movie. I've seen Swim Fan. I've seen um I mean, what's what's the uh, it won Best Picture? Robert Redford. We claim that as a swim movie. With uh, what the best fuck is nineteen eighty Best Picture? Um, Timothy Hutton. Oh, Everyone well, at home is like the ordinary people. Ordinary people. Yeah, swim movie. Um, there's swimming upstream. Swimming upstream. There. I mean, the thing about swimming is there's a ton of ski uh, movies. Crawl. I call I call crawl a swim movie. Have you seen Crawl? No, I haven't seen Crawl. Alligator movie. It's about a swimmer whose dad was a coach, and there's a hurricane coming, so she drives home from college to make sure he's okay. He's in the crawl space. His leg's broken. Guess what else is down there? Gator. Two alligators. Oh, yeah, great. I and love he's alligator got, movies. She's got to, like, swim to the gas station across the street for help. It's, it's okay. great. You seem a little liberal with a swim movie. But, what do you mean? But, what I'm claiming is a swim movie? <laughs> yeah. But I'll, give I'll even claim back to school, which is diving. Back like to school, back to school is, is adjacent, swimming adjacent. Yeah. It's, pool, it's a pool movie. There's a pool in it. This is a full-on swim movie. We get pools. Right. We got a fucking like backyard pond scene. Right. We get a lot. So Bobby Stern is a little bit more of the, the straight Bobby and then the horribly named Bobby Breeze. Yeah. Is a little bit more of the wild man. Bobby right. Breeze um, discovered in a bubble yum commercial. He, rem- <laughs> and he reminds me of Chainsaw from uh, the dude was in ski school, but he was also in summer school. Mm-hmm. He's got that kind of like wild hair vibe that they're like, hair, you're wild, yeah. you're this guy. You got you, And then Stern, you got a fucking crisp haircut. Handsome kid, though. Like, good looking kid. Good I looking actually kid. can't believe he didn't pop. Yeah, stop growing. That'll do it. And, and this is also, you're a very tall guy. You got yeah. a, a classic kind of swimmer's build. Right. The Bobby's not so much. I, you know, but you're willing to let it slide. Because mm. we've all seen that one guy who's not that big, but he's got good underwaters. So you're believing it. But uh, but I just mean like as an actor, he wasn't bad. He had yeah. like, he's got moves, you know, and he's a good looking kid. And you're kind of like, you couldn't. I don't know. I wonder where he is This now. is a, a, a rarity for the Bobbies because they're not buddies like they were in Maltman. Right, right, right. Uh, Maltman, uh, if you haven't seen it, was another Bobbies movie where there are two kids who work at a malt shop, but then they start having parties there and the parties right. get out of control. And right. then it's like kind of the, the Sorcerer's Apprentice where they're like, fuck, this place is crazy. Yes. this is. It's like house party. Yeah, yeah, a house yeah, party yeah, at yeah. an ice cream shop. Um, weird science. Um, right. Then they were in uh, Phone Freakers, which was like they were prank calling girls to try to set up dates. And then they had to like live up with to the lies. Which I remember seeing at somebody. One of my buddies had a bar mitzvah and there was like the big party. And then every like there was like a very exclusive crew that was invited to the sleepover afterwards. Oh, man. And we were like, what are we watching? Like Running Man, Commando, like. <laughs> What are we doing here? And yeah. he broke that one out. And everyone's like, what is this? Yeah. That's, you know you fucked up when kids are straight up going to sleep at your, your birthday parties or your sleepovers. Nobody wanted any piece of it. And I think I watched half of it before I was like, I'm, Have I'm you ever out. rented a true dud? A true dud? Yeah, for your friends. I mean, have you ever read, like, what's one you've had to eat? Um, well, recently, I will say that I sat down and watched uh, The Fly with my brother-in-law. Cronenberg? Yeah, Cronenberg's okay. The Fly. He's like, have you ever seen this? He's like, I don't think I've ever heard of it. And I was like, for real? So we sat and watched it, you know. Yeah, he wasn't feeling it. I mean, that's a fucking great movie. It's very thin. It's a thin movie. There's not much that happens. Right. But between the like 
arm wrestling, like bone breaking. Yeah. There's enough that like strings you along that you're like, holy When he shit. drools on the, the guy's hand and melts yeah, it, yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. like bug yeah. sugar fucking yeah. acid. I was worried though, because between all that, it's very like melodramatic. So it's kind of touch and go where you're like, you don't want to turn and make eye contact on the couch because you want, you sold it. Have you ever seen the original fly? Where he's like in the end, he's like, Let's yeah, yeah. And the spider eats him. The, um, that is in Lucas. They go is to it? see that in Lucas, and it's one of those 80s, 50s things. Because he's bug crazy. Yes, he's bug crazy. So they <laughs> right. like really work. They like hit the theme too right, much. Right, right, right. And then um, they act the, they do the thing where they just pretend the 80s was the 50s, and right. the kids like yeah. wear their Letterman jackets and all go to the fucking movie. There's a little bit of right. that in the barn party in Wet Moves. Mm-hmm. Um, where they, where they, everything's like a sock hop. Yes. When people hang out. Yes. But like, you know, and you know that this was clearly written by some like super old dude who had seen, um, like American graffiti and yes. was like, this is, gonna this be is my, my story. Career. And the kids still, and of course, uh, Jace, our hero is like this badass kid who, it got right. kicked. There's a mis- the mystery is what got him all fucked up. Mm-hmm. We later learn what it is, and it is fucking crazy. He's it's like too crazy for this movie because this so, movie's like very even keel, very like white picket fences. So the whole movie, he's like blaming himself for the death of his mom, right? And his dad's kind of like this working class guy, and right. he's got to do. He's got to work the cafeteria right. at this school. He's got to do like work study because it's like this elite academy that he's going to to straighten himself out. Right. Because he got kicked out of this last school. And so he's at this fucking academy and his dad's like, I'm busting my ass. How many times do I got to tell you your mom's death isn't your fault? Right. Then at the end of the movie, he's like, I sh- it's my fault. I should have locked that gun away. I shouldn't have left it for you to find right. and to shoot your mom. And what's what's even better is that this whole speech is him just in a speedo dripping, having just won the state championships, and they're like, "Come on, get your medal, go to the podium," and like, and the dad's there, like, why is the dad even on deck? All the and the parent, like the jealous mom, who like didn't like him being the new kid in school, and like, yeah. he was faster than her son, and, and that's like, TJ's mom, so that's Bobby Breeze's mom, yeah. But what did they cut? There must have been a huge storyline because they kind of they never tee anything up but then there's still that shot of her at the end like slow clapping while everyone else is going crazy and she's looking at him Mm -hmm. i'm like did they miss that shot or was there what was that like they should have just cut that out it's easy to lift out her story doesn't go full circle so it shouldn't be in there um it's supposed to be like wow even this fucking miserable mom is moved and like and he and TJ are friends, like everybody believes. Right. Um, the the kind of vibe at the school is they look down on outsiders. Right. Everybody gives him shit. The hot right. girl. What does the guy go? He goes. He goes. You're either a have or uh, what is not have nots. He's like you're either a have or uh, have no business being here. Yeah. Is that yeah, what it is? That is that's it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that's a real smooth line. It's, you either it's, have it's, or have it's no a business lot. being here. <laughs> I'm like, cool. And he's wearing sunglasses, this dude who's like like one of the initial bullies who's like yeah. giving him shit. And of course, he's got to like dish out meal. He's basically like the lunch lady. So right. everybody's kind of giving him shit. The other thing is that doesn't work about this mm-hmm. is the nerds who befriend him when he first gets there mm-hmm. are also on the swim team. Right, so right. like every it and seems by the way, like everybody so the in the bully. school, everyone's the bully. on the swim team. Yeah, the bully's in there. Everywhere, every school has a swim bully. By the way, that's just a real thing. But uh, and and it's pretty cool. Like they're he's got to go. He gets in trouble. They get in trouble together. Yeah, and like they're sitting there in the principal's office, and we're like, I'm like, we've seen this a zillion times. Where like they're in trouble, and they're like, look, if we just pretend we were messing around, we're not gonna get in trouble. And like, I guess does every movie. I know I have movies have meet cues between guy and girls, mm. but this is like their meet cute. Yeah. Cause he's like at the lunch line, he's like, uh, I'll have some more potatoes. And he's like, okay, I'll give you more potatoes. And he goes, uh, I'll have some more. And then he keeps piling it on, keeps adding Hey, a more. little bit more of those potatoes. <laughs> right. 
And then he fucking like what? flips it on him and they make the huge mess. And that one lunch lady who kills it is like, none of that mess in here, boys. Not an actor, for <laughs> like, sure. For sure, like an actual. She must have been on Crafty. Yeah, or yeah. working at that school that they shot it at. Right. But she fucking really throws it and like looks in camera at the end. You're like, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's a key. Not the first person to spike the camera in wet moves. The, <laughs> the, the, there's a scene where he's got to pick a sport and he's like, what's that kid play? Because he never swam. He never swam. And then in the end, he's in the state he's, finals. He wins. He <laughs> wins crazy. everything. He has no swimming background. Oh, my God. And again, undersized, which kind of works because he's sure. like, he, he's, yeah. he's got a little bit of the underdog vibe about him. He, of course, is befriended by Donna, who is the school reporter and like wants to know his background story and right. a New very, kid. yeah. And, and wants to do a, a piece on him. And like, I do a piece on everyone new to the school uh-huh. Yeah, and has a little crush on him. And, um, she is, it's like a little boof from Teen Wolf yes, type vibe. Very, very boof vibe. There is a little bit of Teen Wolf DNA in here. Um, the big, <laughs> the big thing about her is she is in a wheelchair, which is a rarity for these these movies. And the actor, Nancy Sheridan, was actually in a wheelchair. Right, which is, you know, pretty cool. They did it way she, back. Yeah, she she didn't do much acting later in life, but like in her... By the way, everyone is over 25 in this movie. But that's just the 80s. That's just the 80s. Like but like, full sideburns. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. She did another great movie called Accessible, which was about like making the prom wheelchair accessible. Right. He joins the swim team and he sucks. He sucks shit. Right. What? So you were rolling your eyes a lot during the swim shit. Are these exercises typical, what they're doing? And is there as much? Because one of the big competitions they have in this is swimming underwater for as long as possible. Right. That's like, well, there's like, um, they're doing like Navy SEAL but that's, shit. In that's, this. But that's the, that's the, to be clear, that is the swimmers being like, let's see what you got. Like the coach wasn't even part of right. that. Like the coach was just like, we got a big meet this weekend. All right, let's get in there and get after it. And then everyone just dives in to swim generally, as opposed to like, here's warm up or like, here's the big Let's set talk about today. the coach. But Co- coach Roberts, you brought him up. Do co- this like I asked you this during it, and I want to ask you again just for the the audio uh, for the podcast. Do coaches wear the speedo when they coach swimming? No, which is which is crazy that they made this choice. But and by, by the way, he's he's acting like like a big macho football coach. Yeah, hairy as fuck, super too, duper hairy, which is so unusual for swimming. Like yeah. they got the hairiest fuck. It's like. Robert Robin Williams and in a speedo, right? And I'm like, did the guy want to do this? Was this like wardrobe? Did the guy not have like the nuts to go? Hey, maybe I'm not in a speedo. He definitely did. This is Quinn Lewis, right? Who I recognize. He did stand up. That's what it is. He was a stand up. He was. He, like you can see some of like he wasn't very good. So but maybe like, it was his choice. Maybe he it was, was like for this sure his funny. choice. Yes, it was. But they didn't. But he wasn't being funny. No, he's super fucking sad, which is so weird. He's a dr- like usually in these movies, I feel like the dad is the drunk, but in this, right. the coach is the drunk. There's right. this great opening sequence where all the close-ups of somebody swimming in a pool, right. and then they they reveal that it's this. 40 year old guy in a pool at night and somebody security guards throw the lights to the pool and they're like what are you doing in school and he's like i'm the coach and there are bottles in the fucking pool and shit yeah and it's actually shot really well like it's almost like they it was like a reshoot and they got somebody else who got in there because it's lit really cool Mm -hmm. you know like the, the the way the light is kind of like reflecting off the water uh, until they turn like the house lights on or whatever you want to call that. But like the the light in the pool kind of shimmering. And that's the guy who actually has the best stroke out of anybody. For real? Yeah. Because, I mean, he, he must have swam or something or whoever the stunt double was. Um, and uh, by the way, I wouldn't be surprised. I should go back and watch and see if I can recognize the stroke. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same guy who they had do 
Jace's swimming. Okay. It might actually be. That's great. I, I'm going to go back and look. But well, do you think that's also maybe the body hair? Is what so they're like put on this hair suit and then you'll be coach and then take it off and now you're Jace. No, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm saying like the stunt double who they had doing the swimming and then they just have the actor be like touch the wall and come up okay. and like pull the goggles up. And the caps are doing a lot of work too. Caps are doing a ton of work. Um, by the way, three of the six people in like the state championship race have their cap on sideways. With the school emblem on the front. It's supposed to be on the it's side. It's supposed to be on the side. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, these guys know what they're doing. <laughs> they're, well, the, the, let's talk about the director, Rich Dorian, because I think that kind of falls on his, it's his problem. Right. And he, he got more than he bargained for. Uh, supposedly he produced this, but then the, the original director was abusive to the kids. And so then he got fired. Holy shit. And he got replaced by Rich Dorian. Like three months, or sorry, three months, three weeks in or yeah. like days in? Yeah, like three weeks in. So like they, they ended up, and it was like all like all the shot, the, the guy's shit. Was it just like long hours in the pool? Yeah. Like you can't get in? Yeah, like, he wasn't letting any out. of the kids get out of the pool. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, or the stunt guys. He, um, he would go on, he did uh, a movie... In the early '90s, it was the original director, or the, the the Rich Rich Dorian. Okay. Um, he did. He wasn't a great director, but after like Canine came out and Top Dog, he did a movie called uh, Undercover Pooch. It was where the Vice Squad had to um, put like insert this dog into right. like like the mob, right? And it stars Burn. Kulstra, who we Gabrus and I just talked about in the previous episode, um, who's kind of like this big tough cop, and they're mm -hmm. trying to put him with this dog. But unlike Canine or Turner and Hooch, yeah, the too much rides on the dog. Yeah, you can't. Um, you can't. Like, if it becomes the dog's movie, yeah. it's so hard to relate, and it just ends up being kind of a weird mess. Um, but I didn't. But working with animals is also tough. Um, but that's crazy that he stepped in late, which obviously happens all the time in this business. And sometimes good things come. Henry from Winkler it. got fired uh, from Turner and Hooch. No shit. Yeah, and he's that. too polite. He won't talk shit. But like he and Hanks didn't get along. No kidding. He, he Joe, you'll, you'll be like, let's just say I got along better with Hooch than I did Turner. Ooh. Dorian, uh, Rich Dorian also did the TV show Slobs, mm -hmm. which um, and never aired was a full on, season. Was it on USA, though? It was on USA, and it was not a good idea. It's like, what if the odd couple were two Oscars? Right, 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 which is, right, right. Then right. they're not odd. Right. Then they're just two dirty guys. I like the risks that USA was taking, though, because that was, speaking of weird science, that was when they had weird science, the TV show, mm -hmm. and they had, like... Vanessa Angel? Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. And they had... um slobs but also what was the other one they had it was like swamp thing it was that whole era where they were like doing original programming yeah uh that was kind of sick yeah swamp thing was fucking great man best hair the um the, the doctor guy best hair i watched i watched so much weird science the series because mm -hmm. these were all shows that led up to uh USA up all, all night. night yeah which is just which is so if you never experienced this this would be Softcore movies mm -hmm. uh, with all all the nudity cut out, like, right. like something like Hot Dog the movie. Hot Dog in the movie, um, <clears throat> like Toxic Avenger would play Cherry Two Thousand, mm. and it was was it originally Rhonda or was it originally Gilbert? I I think they switched on and off. Okay, I, I, maybe. I think I was too young to understand. I was like, what's going on? So like, the two the hosts, one was Gilbert Godfrey, who we all know, and then um uh. What was it? Her name? Um, I just said it, didn't I? Yeah, you just said Fuck. it. Fuck. Yeah. I've already forgotten I already it. forgot it, but she would say, you would say, up all night. Rhonda Shear. Rhonda, Rhonda yeah. Shear. I think she's still, she's probably on Instagram. Oh, she's got to be doing she's cameos, doing something. right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's actually, I wonder if, well, obviously the Bobbies, both of them can't be doing cameos, but. No, um, you know who is on cameo is Eileen Wright, who plays uh, Mrs. Buckley, the English teacher, she, cause she she did a TV movie called The Walls Have Ears, where she like her husband's fucking comatose, right? 
and she starts having an affair and it turns out the husband like knew about it and he was able to communicate to like a killer to try to, because he, he was all pissed off. She was fucking around on him. Right. But so she must be a musician because she, <clears throat> in, in Wet Moves, she's playing like guitar and talking about poetry in like the English class. She's like, plays a song. She thinks Jace is. And he goes like, yeah. that's, and music is poetry. Yeah. And then she like brings out like Shakespeare or whatever. But she's also, does she play piano in um, that movie you're talking about? Yes. Um, right? Yeah, because she starts f- fucking like the guy who runs the local symphony. Right. Like um, that's... He's, like the con- he's like the conductor and and she's and he's like kind of coming on to her. And at first she's like, my husband's in a coma. Like he's a vegetable. Right. Um, and they fuck in the room with him, which is fucked up. Yeah, but I mean, but it builds to that. It, it's like, you. Yeah, it's, it, it's in the trailer. Like, you know... You know that's where it's going. It's kind of like Titanic. Like you still want to go see the movie, but you know they're gonna fuck in front of them. She, you thinks, just want to know how. Like, how does it get to that place? She's like, "Don't you get it? We're married. Like he's right there, and he's like, he can't do, and she can't resist. They're playing it as though it's the hottest fucking thing, but it, it it's like that that video where people are fucking on a bear, right? Like a right, dead bear. right. It's like it's, fuck that bear or yeah, shake, shake that bear. That bear. Yeah. yeah, that classic. Fuck that bear. That's a different one. Anyway, Eileen Wright, she is on on Cameo. She is, right? Uh, Tanya Roberts used to be on Cameo, and I used to look. look oh, um, so Tanya Roberts. Body act, heat. That's what I was going to say. It's like in, very, that's very William Hurt body yes. heat, that scene where it's yeah. just like, uh, would we make this scene today in 2023? I think we would not. So the, 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 uh, the guy who plays the conductor, Victor Cosmato, he is like the poor man's William Hurt, and he is not like, because William Hurt, He's square jawed. He's like kind of he he's broad. Yes, like, like there is something kind of like masculine about him. This right. guy is not that. He he. You know he looks like he looks like the guy from the Untouchables who wore the white suit. Yes, he's kind yes. of like needle nosed and like yeah. yeah, but like, but he's he's like trying to be charming in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then you're supposed so- to think he like he's irresistible. Right, you're supposed to think he's like Robert Redford in right. in. in indecent proposal but he's just too kind of like i don't know slithery there's something about him where you're just like yes this is the guy he's because the character is already snaky enough because he's like fucking this woman whose husband's a vegetable but they want you to like him enough that you forgive her you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like because if he's just a bad guy and she goes for him then like the movie falls apart because you don't like anybody yeah uh in a way that's not uh good as far as like um you know like you're not rooting for anybody. Yeah. Uh, Terry Shivo's family like used to quote the movie as though it was, they would say they would say there there have been instances when like acting like it was a documentary or something. Right, 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 right. The um, but but Tanya Roberts, she used to do these cameos and um, the best. Her fucking camera. It was so sad because she couldn't keep her camera on she must have had her phone propped on something oh it was just so, slowly so it would slip. slowly go yeah, just yeah, through yeah, her yeah. forehead as the message would go right oh my god anyway, i'd still pay for it i would too Rest i love cameo i think it's great for for old actors and people uh to, to make a, an extra buck by to, the way when people bag on cameo i'm like well what do you want these people to be doing yeah just uh making huge movies or quitting is that there's no middle ground yeah the fuck's wrong with you? You want them writing like a, a hit novel? Like I'm sure who people cares? abuse it and are like mean about it. Sure, but I, I mean people like in the business. Okay. We're like, oh my god, have you seen them on Cameo? I go, I don't fucking care. Why? Yeah. Why? Why should I care? Yeah, don't count other people's money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, man. Um, but so, but back to why the Bobbies can't be on Cameo. Well, one is dead. One is dead, and it's like. A tale as old as time. I mean, obviously, like, Hollywood is hard on young actors. Um, but for Bobby... It's, predator- it's predatory. It's if you get in early enough, mm-hmm. your parents are probably fucking nuts. And it kind of makes me go like, oh, was Bobby Breeze, who played TJ, the kind of, like, uh, rough, wild-looking one? I'm like, was he really that guy? Because he looked like that later... But he didn't look like that, like off camera, sorry, mm-hmm. off camera. He looked like a normal kid later. Yeah. And then he kind of like became these parts that people kept giving him. And you're like, oh, you want him to be the wild man? Then he just became the wild man. And of course he's going to get into drugs, you mm-hmm. know, of course. And like, 
I can't remember where he crashed, but I feel like I was in my, I have a Tesla and the maps for Tesla tell you like it, they have the crash site. Really? Yeah. So they have like the Viper rooms where River Phoenix OD'd. Exactly. Here's the crash site where Bobby Breeze. It said Bobby Breeze crash. Uh, And I think it's in like Altadena or maybe Studio City. It's kind of like um, on that side of town. And I remember I was looking for, um, I was looking for Blake's house actually. And uh, I was just driving. I looked at the nav and I'm like, Mm. what the fuck is that? Why would they even have that? Well, the fucked up thing is that there are not a lot of trees like in that area. There's like one fucking tree. Dude. So a lot of people think like, what are the odds where he crashes 160 miles per hour into this one tree? So a lot of people think like, he probably had uh, like a he was going he was gunning for it. I mean, and it's, it's fucked up because like Uber had just started. <laughs> he he was an early Uber driver. Like I remember hearing about Uber before. Mm. Uh, it seemed it like really something for like rich people. Exactly. It was like yeah, it's like a it's a nice car. Like they have yeah. water for you. Like they pick you mm. up. So he died. This is like two thousand eight, maybe like around there. I feel like as I. In a weird way, I feel like he might have been suicidal before and then but, and wanted to do something crazier. And then Uber presented yes. himself and he was like, this is it. Got a town car uh, or whatever it was and fucking wrapped it around a tree and killed those two people. The shoe that I'm waiting to, to drop is who, and there are conspiracy theories, who was his last ride? Because some people do think it was Bobby Stern. Right. And he denies it. Right. If it was like a known actor, if it was fucking Charlie Sheen or somebody, like did that push him over or somebody from his past? Right. Yeah. Um, No, I mean, it is fucked up. Because like, I don't know if you read about it, but like fully uh, lived, got out of the car and then uh, fire broke out and he whips off his jacket pops the hood and tries to put the fire out kind of maybe even realizing what he's done mm-hmm. at this point yeah like it sobers you up stuff yeah like and that. the people in the back they're fucking dead they're toast and i think he was like holy fuck what have i done uh jacket catches on fire come comes up his sleeve he's on not ventura boulevard but one of those fucking huge streets mm-hmm. um, and he's like man on and fire he's man on fire yeah. people are shouting like get down so if you're in Altadena and you got a what Tesla. What is it? I can't fucking. You know, if whatever, you got anyway. the morbid curiosity, which a lot of us do. I like, promise you it's on one of those tours. Those fucking. Uh, yeah, the like dead. Morbid. Yeah. What do they call I mean, it's not going <clears> to. <throat> necro tours. Yeah. It's, it's always a disappointment when you're. Because people want to know like, where did James Dean die? And like right. known names. And then they're like, this of course is where Bobby Breeze died. People are right. like. Who is that? Did he create Febreze? Like, who, who the right. fuck is that? The In wet moves, we have some romance. I mean, well, I guess the car cra- crash thing makes me think of the car crash in the movie, which, which is, is cr- which is, yeah. so, God, how far back should we go? I guess we should start with the party sequence. Every 80s teen movie needs some, like, they all meet at the movie theater yeah. in Lucas, like right. I said before. Um, everybody parties here or there's homecoming or some shit. This, there's, uh, the rich girl who is now interested in Jace once he becomes a decent swimmer. Uh-huh. Cause like pretty soon the learning curve changes and Jace becomes the hot shit who she for sure is 30. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. She's like, she's, she's like, I, I felt comfortable being like, she's beautiful. Like right. she, she's a grown woman. So insane. She's throwing, her parents have this huge outdoor space. Right. And there's a big barn where, and I was never like a barn party kid. No, me neither. Um, but this is like, kind of give, gives me the insight to that. Right. Kids are playing horseshoes. And, and they're hanging, doing- there's like streamers from the, ra- you know, like set deck was like, uh, we'll, we'll make it a party. Yeah. And it just looked like uh, the first day of school. Yeah. They like can the never do that stuff shit from right. Like, yeah. They have a really hard time, especially in the eighties, getting how shitty kid stuff is. Yeah, you don't you don't need to do anything. Yeah. There's nothing you need to do. No streamers, just music. And by the way, the like 
the like faux Devo Oingo bang, Boingo band playing in the back is insane. Like they got a live, live band. They got a live band and they're like, and ex- so clearly they wanted a band. They didn't have the budget for much right. and they must have gotten a local experimental band. Right. And also like, well, I was going to say like cool maybe. Look. Cool look. But I'm like. Maybe have one of our characters be in the band, but like, well, yeah, they establish all the shit with Jace being a musician, and like uh, Mrs. Buckley is inspired by his music and is like, "You have real talent." Yeah. She's telling the Don't fucking throw it away. yeah, and like you should be pursuing that, which is the most fucking writerly shit, by right. the way. Right. Of like, and our hero is actually artistic mm, and right, like good right. at English class. So they're at this party. They get into a fucking fight, Jason TJ. Because like they're they're both gunning for top dog, right? There's a lot of and they're not super top friendly dog, yet. Yeah, a lot of Top Gun shit in this. They kind of have a Maverick Iceman relationship now that I think about it. And what year was this? This is eighty six. Eighty six and Top Gun's eighty six, right? Yeah. So weird. Ridley Scott, we see you. We see. You. We know what you're Tony doing. Tony Scott, rather sorry, or Tony. Well, Ridley probably saw it, and he was like, "I would you go do to it. see this. I would pass it mm-hmm. to you, so nobody suspects me." <laughs> yeah, I was I was on the set of Wet Moves the other day, and I <laughs> saw a scene you might want to steal steal the whole vibe for uh, that airplane movie you're gonna do. So, TJ and Jace are gonna fucking have it out, mm-hmm. and they go swimming in the pond at night, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Let's race right now!" Yeah, and all the kids are all drunk and cheering them on, and they got to get butt ass naked. And then, like, everybody's, like, jumping in naked and, and shit. Who, they're, yeah, there's, like, these poor girls. These movies make it seem like everybody is very cool being yeah, naked. no one's getting naked. Mm. I mean, I guess it is just kind of wish fulfillment or whatever. And then poor Donna is in her wheelchair just, like, watching all this stuff. Right. And so he embarrasses TJ. And then TJ, like, holds him under and almost drowns him and they start turning it turns into like a real fight which seemed that was actually filmed really kind of cool just like the shot from like above looking Mm. down um so you could see him like under the water uh i thought that looked kind of cool it was lit lit kind of cool too he calls Um, him trash and everybody kind he's like embarrassed yeah and then donna's like come on let's get out of here donna who's the girl who he should be with Yes. Even though they make it seem like because she's in a wheelchair, that is a complete impossibility. Right, right, right. Yeah. And what is she, what's her line? She's like, swim, I can't even walk. And I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> you know? There's um, a lot of, like, a lot of these movies that we, I have, like, that I own, unfortunately, mm-hmm. are from another time where there's a lot of uncomfortable shit. Right. There's, uh, yeah, they don't age well. But they fucking drive from the party and they crash. And Donna is hurt real bad. And it's like, holy shit, you're hurting. She's already. She's already in a wheelchair. Yeah. But I mean, I guess that's kind of like cool. And, um, you know, they're just treating her like a normal character. Yeah. So she's in the hospital. Did they ever say how she got in a wheelchair or was she born that way? They don't say it. And I got a feeling that got cut out of the movie. There's a couple scenes at the party where she's looking at the booze like this like they're like do you want something to drink she's like no i'm good yeah yeah, yeah and they yeah. kind of insinuate like right. something happened there like right uh and and it's kind of cool everybody's got these weird past in this movie we still don't know you know the big reveal that jay shot his mom still hasn't happened yet. right right um and she's and you think maybe they'll reveal her shit too later but like obviously for time i think the i would love to have seen the script i bet the script is 200 pages long and i bet they shot another 30 minutes and they were like if we're gonna sell this to like overseas markets as like a skinny dipping movie mm-hmm. it has to be under 90 minutes when- the original director turned in his cut. It was three and a half hours long. Shut the fuck yeah. up. I mean, what? that's why. Yeah. So they cut a lot out. It's, I think it's 88 minutes long. Yeah. It's super short. I mean, we ordered food and it didn't show up until like 
the the start of the third act. Like right. we were still eating as like we had, we had to finish eating before we and we could thir- record. The start of the third act. That's when you find out. Um, that is when you find out what happened with the mom when he's about to get the letter jacket, which is weird because you get the letter jacket at like the end of the season, but they're mm. going to the state meet and he's like, I guess you've earned this. And then he just like starts crying out of nowhere and he like won't put it on and he's like, I haven't earned anything. And they're like, what's going on, man? He's like, nothing. They're like, if we're teammates, we got to be able to talk about anything. Isn't that right? And the one dude with the shaved head, because mm. like swimmers shave their head. And they do a whole like training montage of everybody shaving and shit. Yeah. And, like, and it's like the dudes are shaving their legs and like right. this guy's shaving his head and his eyebrows. Right. Which you're not yeah, supposed to way, do. You do not shave your eyebrows, but. Got to get um, that edge, man. That's why you you didn't go pro. Then Exactly. That's probably true. Um, but then he's like, he comes clean and he's like, tells the story about his mom. And then they like, just put the jacket over his shoulders and like all come around him hugging. Yeah. And they're like, you might not have a brother or a mother, but you've got nine brothers. Yeah. <laughs> like again, I'm like, this dialogue is stellar. And I'm mad that like it is affecting me. I'm like, I can't believe I'm getting like drawn into this well, fucking movie. Because who's the, so. The writer? Not Jason TJ. Well, the writer, I mean, but there's bad dialogue, but the. The arcs are good. They're like, he's hitting all the moments. Well, but the third the, swimmer. There's a problem. With the glasses. Yeah. Gil. Yeah, he, Gil. He, Which he is has, like, okay, he's a swimmer. His name's Gil. All right. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. But uh, he like, um, he like nails that scene in a way that you go, I want to know about what's this guy's movie, yeah. you know? Um and uh, obviously, he didn't even he didn't make the championship team or whatever they called it. Well, the, the one of the issues is like the third the 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 rival school they introduced late. There's this <clears throat> way al- too late, almost like this in, movie should be yeah. built around that. You should be introducing the rivals like right yes. up top, but then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like that Jason TJ kind of like, hey, we're both at the same school. We like. And J- TJ kind of gives up. It's like, Jace, you're the only guy who can beat this guy. Right. Max. Right. Who's like um, supposed to be kind of like an evil Euro Uberman. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. And and he's like, no, he's like, infamous. This is 80s swimming. This is like Eastern European. Yeah. Like we're he's coming like off Russian of- Russian swim team. They're yeah. juicing. They're unstoppable. Right. And this- uh, other pri- a rival private school has this guy, and he's a legend. Now, yeah. the reason he's not a character in the movie is because this dude is a swimmer, right? Like he's he's ugly as fuck. He's ripped as hell, and he moves through. He looks like a fucking shark, right. super jacked, but like horrible back acne. That you're kind of like nobody in makeup wanted to like hit that up. Yeah, I, I bet you they didn't know how to to like put the makeup on shit that like because the water yeah it's like yeah this movie isn't gonna have the technical expertise this is true this is true um we should talk about uh dylan hoover the writer since we are talking about some of the dialogue both not all bad no good story again like and and who knows what got cut yeah you said there's a longer cut so like you know you you think of um it's like uh, Ed Norton apparently like wrote the script for Hulk and it was supposed to be like 45 minutes longer, but they cut it all. So then he refused to do press, you know, mm-hmm. this might've been the same fucking situation. It might've yeah. been like a better movie. What do you think? Do you think he made the right move or was it, did he turn down a billion dollars? Are we talking about Dylan Hoover? Are we talking, we talking, we talking, uh, Norton? Norton, Norton's a, I don't think Norton cares. He's yeah. like, I'm just got already enough. rich. Yeah. Like I don't need to be. Uh, the richest guy in Hollywood. Like, I'm fine. I think he's an artist. I think yeah. for better or for worse, he really gives a fuck. Uh, and that's why Knives Out 2 is so good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Glass Onion? <laughs> a Knives Out murder mystery? Oof. The Well, one guy who isn't rich is Dylan Hoover, who wrote, <laughs> <laughs> who wrote Wet Moves. Fair enough. And Although, he, I'm sure you could Google him. He's in real estate or some shit. He did a lot of erotic thriller softcore stuff didn't you said he did um 
Red Shoe Diaries, like a couple episodes. He did a couple Red Shoe Diaries. And that was like on the high end of stuff he did. Right, right. So the big moment arrives. We got to have our guy Jace versus TJ. Now, there's been a whole side romance between the music teacher, Mrs. Buckley, and our coach, Coach Roberts, because she's got to inspire him. Right. She believes in him. Yeah, she's like, hey, you know, these guys actually listen to you. Why don't you stop drinking mm-hmm. and, like, coach these guys? Right. And they kind of have something going on. Right. So the coach gives this big speech about how, like, hey, like, you guys are actually coaching me. Like, And what? And she's, she's there in the stands, and, like, he looks up at her and she just gives that, like, nod of approval, like, see, you are, mm-hmm. you're good. And, and it's it, it works. It works. She's kind of a babe too. She's a babe um wearing like a tank top, no bra. It's overly sexualized. And then and again, the coach is just wearing a speedo at the meet. Right. Very strange. But here's here's the mislead I like about um the like climax of act three is that you think it's building up to the race where Jace and TJ are going after each other. Mm. And and Jace wins, and you think that's the end of the movie. Um, but then they have to team up on the relay yeah. against the Russian-German-type guy at the private school. Um, and it's all about Jace is like, uh, we need you to lead off. Yeah. Or no, he says, I'll lead off. We need you to anchor. Yeah, and that's like and a big TJ's honor. And like, fuck yeah, all right, cool. Like, you beat me, but... You go get that lead and I'll be the anchor. So like it gives him that closure of like it's still my team. And Gil is like one of the guys and the like the the guy with no eyebrows is the other guy. And yeah, so yeah, like yeah. we got our crew of guys yeah. and they gotta work together. Right. And Gil's the, goggles come off and it's yeah. like And he's Fuck, lost for a his second. His goggles came off. Like the amount of problems that they have in <laughs> just going back. Like no team could beat right. them. And the the fucking bad guy, the like evil team, the like East German local high school team right, right. is fucking with them dirt. Now, is that anything that could ever happen in a, no. a real swim meet? No, there's no you can't like splash the other race and you know, the other lane. You can't do any of that. By the way, they call flip turns skip turns the entire movie don't understand it um but they're like he missed a skip turn when his goggles come off the old you, speedo you can't shit with other, is pretty cool by the, the way what? the like vintage speedo shit they're all wearing i mean dude it was an era it was a fucking era back then so these guys are running interference and like i mean they're doing almost like wacky races level putting smoke bombs in the water type shit like it seems absurd yes yes I'm not saying that's actually in the movie, but it's it's like it's it's almost that ridiculous. Yes, the dude is splashing the other swimmer while they're swimming, uh, but then also just like the swimmers who are waiting are like getting in each other's like like mm. getting chest. The whole school is at this fucking thing. Never happens, not in the history of swimming. <laughs> but you notice they film like only one side. And then when they flip to the other side, it's all the, all same, the same kids. People. There's one kid in one of those like propeller hats. Yeah. He's on both sides. So by like, the way, the band is terrified. Like the kids in band, like clearly somebody oh, fell or something. I thought you meant the band from the barn. Because I was like, was the band from the barn at the swim meet? But the marching band. The marching yes. band who was at this and they're all they got all their brass and stuff. And some I'm convinced, and I told you this while we were watching it. Because the, 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 they're by the pool. It's fucking slippery and shit. And right. there's no reason for a marching band to be there other than the director thinks that's like part of the pomp and circumstance of the, the event. And by the way, not like they're doing anything like inventive. They're just like coming through. Yeah. Why? Why? Have them do like a cool fucking thing. But sure. Maybe it was like somebody's kid's band or something. Yeah. Or like maybe it was like a deal they got to film at the school. Um. I meant to ask you this earlier. Did you do yeah, any of the up? training shit that they did in this movie? Did you ever like... Oh, we didn't even touch on this. The yeah. underwater... Uh, yeah, every once in a while, we would challenge each other to like see who could go underwater back and forth the furthest or even just hold your breath and like just like hang in the water and see who could win. Yeah, they do this thing where they all put everyone's clothes onto one person and make him swim that i'm actually jealous of we never did that and i i kind of want to know if i could stay afloat 
I mean, obviously, I think the clothes make you float, but after they're wet for a minute, they're like fucking heavy, you're sinking. Man. You're supposed. Did you ever do that with your kids? What? Like push them in the wall in the pool with clothes on. Like people do that with kids. And it's I know crazy. what you're saying. It's like uh, the like baby training. Yeah, like, yeah. Never did it. And they're like fucking terrified. You can see videos of that shit. And like, they, although yeah, we have a one year old, and I I want to do the like where you like snap above the water and the baby just like looks for your hands and like rolls around i want to do that shit i haven't heard of that but that's it's uh, the same thing like they throw the baby in in the clothes and it somehow knows to like roll on its back look up and like the parent like trains him by like snapping god damn anyway someday they'll be i mean that's what you got to get it in there early early gotta get in early so that someday they can put on all their teammates clothes (laughs) and jump in and i'm like this dude's in like long underwear. So uh, our guys win. Our our team wins. And the we never go back to Donna, who is in the hospital. Disappears. We she disappears. Not, they don't tie that up. That is loose out there forever. Yep. They have it's gotta be in the I'm sure it's in the final, the uh, director's cut. Uh, even though there was a relay, no one gets like metal. They just get one giant trophy. Yeah. I mean, I guess they won the, the meat then. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, you know, when you make any kind of movie or show about something that is in real life, you're cutting so many corners just for production that like when I watch a swimming movie and I'm like, what the fuck? By the way, the times that these guys went are insane yeah but the time that that meant nothing to me i'm sure whoever wrote it like looked up the olympic times and And made it faster yeah faster than the world record especially for 1986 which by the way they did in swim fan they have a high school kid Uh, go like a 200 free in like one minute and 29 seconds which someone has finally now just done like at the world level like but they had some kid in swim fan predicted it 2000 yeah maybe that's true now the song wet moves that goes over the end credits along with photos of our our friends that we've made throughout the movie yeah pretty pretty solid kenny loggins-esque i'm like is this my new ringtone like what are we doing this is fucking sick you gotta have the wet moves i i do wish that the band at the barn was playing it so you got one of those like in movie i guarantee you they asked that band to play the song and they did or like anything about and and those guys refused yeah um but no it's it's a good song i mean and it's true you gotta have the wet moves you do have to have the wet moves if you want to get ahead uh well thanks durs yeah of course man thanks for putting this one on my radar again i've seen all the swimming movies and to just add one to the uh is it a pantheon? I think so. Yeah, to add it to the to that to the catalog of swim movies, dude. I love it. Hell yeah! All right, all right, man. That's this week's show. Thanks so much to Anders Home. He's got a podcast called This Is Important. Check that out if you want to feel what it's like hanging out with the workaholics crew. Probably next on the docket is his TV show, The Muppets Mayhem. Check that out too. Rotch Tapes is edited by Brian Holmes. And the theme song is by Brett Morris. If you're enjoying the show, please tell somebody about it. Burn it onto a CD. Give it to your significant other. I'll see you on the road.